0: Hello and welcome to Business Spotlight. My name is Claudia Thompson. And today I'm here with, with Farad Darva from Healthcare International Research. Welcome, Farad. Thank you so much for being here today. Um, why don't that. you? Why don't you kick us off and tell us who you are, what you do and how you got started with the business?
1: Yeah, so as you said, my name is Farrar Darva, I'm the CEO of a company called Healthcare International Research Limited, and we are a company that uh, manufactures and formulates uh, legally registered CBD-based topical products, and we distribute those around the world.
0: Well, very good, thank you so much, and yeah, we, we had a brief chat briefly, and you said you're, you're business is around the world and what would you say um, was the biggest um, tool to um, help you grow so what would you attribute that growth to?
1: The biggest tool for our growth um, I mean the company I started myself uh, after I left the army um, I served for 17 years as a British army officer and I got injured in Afghanistan uh, on my first tour which was an injury I carried with me throughout my service and it just got worse and worse and worse and end up having operations on my leg and hip replacements and all sorts so I was looking for something that was um I I got quite addicted to um so kind of opioid based painkillers or quite heavy painkillers and I realized that that actually probably wasn't a route I'd want to take for the rest of my life um and my liver probably wouldn't put up with it either so I was looking for alternative kind of you know things that were out there was a bit more natural. And I came across a uh, cannabidiol acid, otherwise known as CBD from the hemp plant. And that really helped me. And um, I thought, actually, you know what, there, there, there's something in this. So the the part of our business that is, has that is really taken off is the fact that um, we are very heavily researched by science and, uh, and, and we're, we're very efficacious. So we ensured that when we got into this, what is in essence an unregulated industry, uh, we did it properly and we did it uh, with uh, uh, the correct kind of values and standards that would be expected inside um, something like this. And um, our growth has been down to the fact that um, I, I probably carried over a very similar ethos from the army into business. Um, and and that's actually part of our growth has been um, can, be, can be attributed to the way that we do business.
0: Mm. And if you had to start all over again, so you had to start at square one in business, is there anything you would do differently?
1: If I had to do all this from the beginning, is there anything I would do differently? I would probably put more time aside for personal. uh, I I have missed probably the last three or four years of my kids growing up. My kids are now 10 and 12. I've probably not really had the involvement with them as i as i may have over the last but the thing is that this comes very much down to um there is no personal life w- when you start off a company from scratch as a entrepreneur if you want to call that um you are everything to everyone you are the one that cleans the floor and packs the products you are the ones that oversees a formulation you're the ones that has strategic meetings with government bodies you are you, you, you do the vat returns you do that you do everything you are everything so there is no personal life and i don't know that if i would if i would i look back and like to turn around and say well, oh, it's a bit i'd love to turn around and say i'd like to have at least gone that separate and when i get home that's my time and people who say you can do that they're full of they're full of it it's absolute nonsense you can't when you're starting a company from scratch it is a hundred percent of the time all day every day you eat sleep and breathe it if you want to make it a success it's as simple as that
0: and and having said that you sound like you you found a better work-life balance now Uh, and how do you balance your personal life with those demands that your business I have have now
1: but I'm 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 kind of five years in uh, and it was only after four years that I actually could turn around and go do you know what on a Saturday and a Sunday, I very rarely pick up my phone. I very rarely look at emails. I'm doing stuff in and around the house. I'm being a normal husband and father. But that was four years of almost 18 hour days, seven days a week. So I I get quite frustrated and annoyed when I look at social media and I see LinkedIn and I see Instagram or I see these things of people who are saying, hey, you got to have a work life balance. And you know, you started your new company, but It's absolute BS. It's absolute rubbish. I'm going to give it to you completely from the ground up. If you are starting a company from scratch and you want it to succeed, it is all you do every day, 365, until it starts actually generating some kind of revenue or you are in some way a, what I call a self-licking lollipop, you know, where you're self-sufficient. Up until then, it's just not going to happen. And people who they 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 draw people on a journey and that people think, oh no, 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 that's wrong. You can have time for yourself. No, you can't. You can do things, but they will take a second seat to something else that needs to be done. You can't have something that comes in and go, I'll leave that till Monday. It needs actioning now and it's a Saturday night. Why? Because actually, you know what? You do realize that in the UAE and Saudi Arabia, their weekend isn't Saturday, Sunday like ours. So the bottom line is it it, it very much depends on where you're operating, what you're doing. But I had a vision to grow and create a global company to operate around the world as we are now that couldn't have been done if I just went Friday down tools and I'll I'll look at it on Monday just doesn't work that way and Mm -hmm. my ambition and vision is high so but but that's that's what you want to do and you know if you want to do something there's nothing more that's going to make it happen than just grafting out hard work and grinding and grinding and grinding mm. it's the only way it's going to happen so mm. yes i've got a work-life balance now it's still massively towards the work but there is a small bit of life now yeah
0: mm. and it probably helped that you had a really strong why um why you started the company and then that helped you create that vision where to go
1: yeah i mean look i'm not a philanthropist uh i'm someone that's that's creating a company for profit let i don't make any bones about that i'm not here to mm-hmm. save the world um but at the same time i'm actually in the best of both worlds because whilst i have a business there is a philanthropic element of it in regards to the fact that i'm addressing a social issue mm-hmm. which is the addiction to you know chemically based prescribed medicines if there's something that is you know we have products that alleviate Skin and muscle and joint issues naturally that don't have chemicals that don't have pesticides and petroleum or it's 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 all natural. Lots of research. It, it, I'm not I'm not anti pharma Don't get me wrong mm-hmm. at all. I'm not anti. I'm not 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 no no. You know <laughs> if you break your leg, rubbing a gel ain't going to do anything. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, there is an alternative to maybe reaching for that 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 anti-inflammatory tablet sitting in the cupboard uh, or mm-hmm. that. Uh, you know um, j- j- cream that has uh, a-, a chemical or, or a uh, um, cortisone based kind of you know so we, we, we've we got and, and you know we have the world has got massive addictions to um, to painkillers I mean the UK suffers from it I think about one in four people suffer from chronic pain in the in the UK it's one in five in the US you know so we're just basically we're, we're in a fortunate position where I can look at myself in the mirror every day. And whilst I am running a successful company, actually, we're also addressing and providing a solution that if someone wants to maybe try something that's a bit natural and alternative, it, it's there. So I kind of get the best of both worlds.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I was going to say, you, you don't make it a secret that it's also a profit target attached to it. I'm not well. a non-profit. I'm so, a company. Yeah. I'm yeah. here to make yeah. money for shareholders. Yeah, and, and, and yeah.
1: company. Of course I am but if we can do it at the same time as actually providing something out there that's uh, natural and is an alternative and is good for people who suffer with very bad skin conditions or, or 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 suffer with muscle aches and and strains then yeah brilliant you know but I'm not one of those people that sit here and try and pretend that what I'm doing isn't for is isn't to generate revenue of course it is this is mm-hmm. I live, we live in a, in a in a capitalist world in a capitalist country mm-hmm. I'm, I'm here to to try and To generate a a good business but an ethical business a business that is run on the same values and standards that i serve for 17 years with
0: yeah absolutely so you mentioned you are now global so you had to at one point go from entrepreneur or business founder to become an employer Um, and what do you think have been your biggest learnings as an employer since starting the business
1: biggest learnings as an employer um has been staff i see when i was in the army i wasn't responsible for paying my soldiers and and people who were underneath my command um i was involved you know it it was it was leadership and management the biggest learnings as an employer is that um pretty much you know i am responsible for ensuring that at the end of the day, their bank has money in it so they can live their life and pay their bills. I've never had that before. You know, whilst I was responsible for people's lives, it was a different kind of responsibility for their lives, be that on operations physically because of their life and the fact that they may lose it in service, or whether it's the fact that um, it was to do with their career and their promotions, but I was never responsible for the paycheck they got at the end of the month. That was nothing to do with me. Whereas that is absolutely, One key driver for me is that any decisions that I make, everything I do has got to be for the good of the company to generate the revenue to be able to pay the individuals that work for it. And I I never had that before. And that was something that hit home quite quickly and something that I realized was a responsibility of mine because I don't take it likely that people look to me to ensure that they can pay their bills at the end of the month
0: yeah that adds that extra pressure doesn't quite sober so if it's just you yeah then yeah it's
1: different when it's when i started this in a bedroom downstairs you know one of my boys downstairs bedrooms you know i you know i've been in creating an office i was running from home it was just me that's brilliant but that's not the case anymore so i i'm i'm very aware uh and, and i always ensure that uh that you know what what we do is for the benefit of 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 the company as a whole and that absolutely inculcates uh those that work for it self-included now <laughs> <laughs>
0: um and at what at what point did you decide to hire that very first person
1: um when i was unable to do it all myself <laughs> uh yeah. is 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 really it you know um i've never i've always had a really good team around me So um, whilst, yes, I started this, I have had people involved from the very, very beginning who were working, you know, free of charge, shall we say, because they knew that they believed in it and they knew that it would come good. So I've always had, you know, someone fulfilling the role inside, you know, daily operations or marketing or management or uh, graphic design and legal and that that kind of thing. You know, I had, had to always ensure I had that in place. Because the one thing, you know, that um, I, I have a good amount of experience in is leadership and management, having done what I did for, for 17 years. So I understand how to lead and, 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 and manage people. Um, so for me, it was critical from the, from the very, very beginning to ensure that I have a, a team in place that can support me in what it is I'm trying to achieve. I, I don't believe in, I, I absolutely don't believe in 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 self-made. I, it doesn't exist. You know, there's no such thing as someone who says I'm a self-made person, self-made man. Absolute rubbish. You at some point there is a there is there is a uh, a support structure or support network there in order to uh, facilitate uh, one achieving what it is that they're doing.
0: Yeah, and uh, you touched on it there, but what qualities do you look for in employee uh, employees, and how? do you foster a positive and productive work environment?
1: So the first part of that question, what do I look for in, in, a, in an employee? I look for someone who first and foremost believes they have to believe in what we're doing and what we're trying to achieve, which is to just, you know, we are here to try and make people's lives better with what it is that we are selling in essence. Because uh, that's what it all comes down to at the end of the day, isn't it? No matter what job you're in there, you're a salesperson, whether that's, um, you know, physical products or manufacturing or whether it's facilities or whether it's, you know, uh, finance or services, it, it, you, you, you know, it's, it's sales, isn't it? People that work with me and, and for us have to believe in what we're doing because the, that's where passion comes from. And if you're not passionate about what you're doing, I don't really have an interest in, in, in working with you. People have to be passionate about, about this. So that's that's the first and foremost. And then the second thing, a very, very close second is loyalty. Um, you know, those 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 values and standards of the British Army, such as loyalty and integrity, um, you know, the values that I learned as a as a commando of uh of uh, cheerfulness in the in the face of adversity and unselfishness these are all things that i carry through to how i operate and run the company and how i expect people to to to, to do the same so we we inculcate and, and and ensure that we fester a very open i mean i'm i am i do not want yes men around me i have constant every day someone will turn around and go no i disagree with that i want people with the confidence to be able to do that but at the same time i want them to also have the integrity and loyalty that when i decide actually i think this is what we're going to go ahead and do whether they agree with it or not that, that's what we do and they put their efforts into absolutely 100 that okay we might not i may not agree with the boss but that's what he's decided and that's what we're doing and 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 that is something that i've learned to to be able to to draw out of people through my previous experience
0: so you basically you 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 treat them as an extension of yourself almost
1: yeah i mean at the end of the day you know um I always I, one thing I learned from my very first when I first joined the army, I had a, a very, very good boss, um, uh, 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 officer commanding, as they are, someone who's in charge of a squadron. And he told me that his squadron was an extension of his family. I didn't really know what he meant by that at that stage, because it was like it was like 160 people. What, what are you talking about? You know, but I soon realized what he meant. And I I then used use that kind of mindset for the rest of my time. And have used it here you know the the this 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 company and the people that work for it are very much an extension of of me and 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 we are in essence a, a a big family we are we are driven by family values and and those kind of core values um that i think that's not just an army thing i think it's just being a good person just general good you know i suppose beliefs you know uh, in 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 how you operate and uh, and that's and that's 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 kind of what we do. I, I think it's a real key part of our success.
0: So do you have a out of interest? Do you have a mission statement, like a formulated mission statement that? people- Yeah, we do. We want to become we the number one perfect. cannabinoid
1: skincare company in three years. That's it. Okay. We we've we got yeah. three years left from when we started to to to, to we we had a five year policy. We we want to become and we will become the number one. Uh, company for CBD based topicals in the world absolutely that is our mission and and, and we we will do that
0: perfect yeah and no, because a lot of business owners they just they they think they have an idea of what their culture is and what their mission is but as long as it's not written down um I I always think it doesn't really exist but it sounds like you've you've got that perfectly um sorted. yeah I,
1: I think you need to have um uh, that in regards to understanding who you are because You know, if you don't have, um, if you don't really have an understanding about who you are and what it is that you want to do, then I don't think you fully understand your, your kind of your, you know, your, 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 your values, you know, you need to have a purpose, you need to have a mission, you need to have a vision, you know, our our purpose is to, our purpose is to, is to bring quality and legitimacy to what in essence is an unstandardized industry through, expert capability and, and research in order to benefit consumer well-being and our, and our mission is to create opportunities so that the consumers have a more enjoyable and comfortable lifestyle and, and, and we do this by providing effective regulatory compliant heavily researched products and that leads us to our vision, which is, as I said, mm-hmm. to become the number one uh, cannabinoid uh, company in the world. So you know that's that's a very kind of rigid purpose mission and vision um that we have but that's because we I, we have to have that in, in, at the end of the day i come from a military background we absolutely need to understand what our concept of operations what our mission our vision what it is and, and I, I i took that and put that in so having a clear purpose a clear uh, mission and a clear vision is is was, was there from the get-go
0: perfect um so on that note what do you think are some common misconceptions about running a business and how would you address them?
1: I can't, misconceptions. have you ever seen those uh, memes online where it says uh with it and it gives a job title and it says what my friends think i do what my mom thinks i oh, does yeah what i, what yeah. I will do <laughs> what I, you know what my friends what i actually do and you've all got them for different well that they, i'm sure there are those memes out there for, for for kind of like startups or or you know business entrepreneurs or you know i mean the biggest misconception is uh that you're absolutely loaded with cash <laughs> for some reason people think if you're only a big company are oh, you must be minted um there that that's the, the first one the second one is unilateral decision making as if you know you can just turn around and just at the wind decide you know you probably technically can but you know you you wouldn't do that or at least i never would you know you you always run it past your team whether you are uh a sole director or part of a bill, a board or whatever like you know i think there is an element um i think uh a, a, another misconception it's a bit of a bu- it's a bit of a personal kind of bugbear of mine and that's the the it's the terms you know managing director uh s- chief executive officer uh, they mean different things to different people in different parts of the world um and you know i, I think you you depending on where you're operating what you do you know the, a, a big misconception uh, something that for me that is a little bit of a bugbear is when is 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 when someone is a C, it has their name down as a CEO, but there's like one or two people in the company, or the, it's not really because what are you chief and executive officers about? You, it, 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 there's misunderstanding, and I, I only very recently went to that when actually we ended up having executive positions of which actually no, there is one person above them all, and that that's it. So, but at the same time, you see in America, imagine director, they look at slightly different to a CEO. Whilst in the UK, it's almost one of the same. So what I would you know a big misconception is who you are within the company and then whether you are a founder or whether you know so I think the way that I kind of got around that was ultimately I don't really think it matters what you are labeled as uh, as long as the person who you're talking to understands who you are within the organization and that can sometimes change because you know as I said it's different an MD is different to a CEO depending on who you're dealing with and in what part of the world so that's a, a bit of a misconception. Um, and, uh, you know, I I, I I just prefer to kind of downplay things a, a little bit. You know, I, I will always say we, not I, um, because whilst I might, uh, <laughs> I have I've a really good team uh, and I've, I've built a really good team. And I always kind of, I've used an analogy previously of, uh, and it's probably getting to that right time of year, isn't it? You know, a really well-decorated Christmas tree with the lights, and the tinsel, and the decorations. If it's really well decorated, having the star at the top of it, if that star's not there, it's still a really well decorated Christmas tree. But if you've got just the star and the tree is empty, it's not not Christmas tree, is it? So I kind of go, well, I look at it as that's the top position, that it's the icing on the cake. It's the one that gives that focus, it gives that form. But ultimately, if you've done your job, in ensuring that you've built a really really good team that star's not there for whatever reason at least the functionality can continue uh and and i and i realized very very quickly that you need to have a team because you can't do everything yourself you can't be there whilst i said previously 365 there are elements of just sometimes you cannot be there or do and you don't want to just stop because you're not there so for me um, ensuring that there is the ability for succession planning and for people to that if I'm not there someone can be and it can still function and operate that for me was is, is 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 again it's 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 my kind of army um, background because you always learn one job up and no one job down
0: great I love the image of the Christmas tree that was really a nice way to describe it and i will never look at a christmas tree the same way again <laughs>
1: probably ruined christmas for you
0: <laughs> no not at all no one can ruin christmas for me um perfect on that note thank you so much for your time today i wish you all the best and all the luck and success on your journey to becoming the best Cabinoid uh, company in the world and thank you so much for your time today
1: No, you're more than welcome. Thanks very much for having me. And just remember that vision without execution is hallucination and and luck is when preparation meets opportunity. So it's all good.
0: (laughs) What a beautiful final word. Thank you.